What's good, people? It's your boy, Icarus Gray. And this is Gray Area Anime, the most wonderful podcast of your day. <laughs> Kirby says, It is dangerous to go alone. So I choose you guys for another episode of amazing anime content. Welcome back, everyone. This is another installment of the Teach Me Senpai series. We are continuing with the Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. We are now on episode three, so you know what that means. BSG, Bible Study Girl, also known as Re to me, is back. Hi! Jesus, come, no, no, that was so loud. Oh, God, ears just shattered and blew up. Okay, this is my level better. Your level's better now, gosh. I was just, it's just because I was screaming, I was so excited. <laughs> you want me to be quiet? No, you're er- fine. No, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> uh, my, my ears are damaged forever. Uh, but they'll be fine. So anyway. Can um, I ask you a question yes. before we go deeper? What's up? This, this is Teach Me Senpai. Where is Kirby from? Like what anime? Uh, he's not from an anime. He is actually from a video game. Oh. I mean, he okay. does have an anime uh, that came out on Fox Kids back in the day called Kirby Right Back At You. Uh, but that was off of the game, not the game came off of this. So, yeah. okay, you can continue because I know this is Teach Me Senpai, and I was just listening to the introduction and I was thinking to myself, I don't, I don't get any of the inside jokes. So, okay, uh, well, <laughs> a matter of fact, I'll, I'll teach that to you. So, the beginning okay. is Kirby saying hi, which is the thing he does in the game. Uh, the secondary thing when I say it's dangerous to go alone is from uh, The Legend of Zelda, which is also a gaming reference. Uh, in the first game, um, he says it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. So, and he gives him a sword. Uh, it's an iconic line. It's dangerous to go alone. You'll see that just about everywhere in the gaming community. So, to every person that's listening to this that does not listen to anime, I got your back. Instead of not asking the questions <laughs> and just going along with the flow, I will ask the questions for you guys. Uh, and then the last portion is, so I combined two things together, which they're all gaming references in terms of the beginning part, which has nothing to do with anime, but gaming references. So, uh, okay. start with Kirby saying, hi, we explained the it's dangerous to go alone. So instead of take this, I say, so I choose you guys, which is a Pokemon reference. And then the sound that precedes and or follows, I don't know my order at this point, uh, is a, a leveling up sound. That's what uh, a Pokemon leveling up sounds like in the game. So those See, are the three I, I really needed all that information. I thought to myself as I was listening, I'm sure all of these things have meaning yeah. right over my head. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so in conjunction, the big thing with Pokemon is I choose you, Pikachu, and all this other stuff in terms of what that anime, uh, that's why I say that. The the sound itself does not come from the anime, but me saying I choose you guys as the audience, um, is is just my whole uh 
the, the stuff all put together. You know, it's a okay. cool little thing. So I hope I didn't disrupt your train of thought that much. But this is all about teaching me, and you know, I'm I'm good for questions now. <laughs> no, you did not disrupt the flow, which it actually works. So we've done episode three, and what are your initial thoughts? I got a lot more intel and backstory. I, I think as the anime goes along, they're becoming more human to me because you're really getting to look into the behind the scenes of what's really going on. You're getting to see some more intimate family connections and just intimate relationships, period. And I think that's what makes the anime more interesting to watch. Um, enjoying the character development. I'm also going to take a note from you. If you guys are watching along with us, uh, just to retroactively do this, the first episode was entitled, obviously, The Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. Episode two was A Kind Person, and this episode is entitled A Visit and a Reunion. So if you're watching along with us, um, that's the title of the episode. It'd be much easier to just go to episode three. This is way easier on the other podcast I do. There's no point in you like searching the actual episode titles. Just <laughs> it'll say episode three somewhere. Uh, E3 will be there anyway. But you know what I like about um, the episode titles? I feel like a lot of thought has been put into them and they really are great capsules of what you're going to see each episode. You know, the way I function. I do write down the title of the episode <laughs> for my episode notes <laughs> just to help me as I'm going along and watching. Of course, it is difficult to write notes because I have to take my eyes off the screen and I don't speak Japanese and I need to be able to read. So it's a bit of a, a, a back and forth and a little shuffle. But yeah. Uh, what uh, did you enjoy the most about this episode or before we get there do you have any questions about anything that you witnessed or saw? of course i have questions <laughs> the number one question i have is i thought once you in the gang you don't get out so how did homeboy get out the gang do you know anything uh, about mob life i can't and how he was it'll show you later that's all i have oh! to say they're gonna show you later what the the instance was um but i mean because i was so now nah, man you get jumped in and you get jumped out and they treat you so casual like oh yeah it's cool that you're not <laughs> in the gang no more i'm like it's that easy to get out um so i know if you haven't watched the episode you're probably like confused what is she talking about well one of the guys that used to be in the gang well hold on before you get that so basically picking up from the last episode uh yaika and kirishima are now going to go to the hospital to see yaika's mother uh, they've arrived at the hospital. Um, Yaka's had a conversation with her mom and just said, hey, I'm sorry. You know, I want you to keep fighting. I'm, I'm you know, uh, I'll be here and I want to talk to you and all these other things. Uh, in the middle of that, um, Yaka gets hungry and Kirishima takes her out so they can go and get something to eat. And in the midst of that, they run into um, a former, the former first lieutenant, Kai, and his son and they uh begin to talk to him and that's where she is right now go ahead yeah the former lieutenant son i have several favorite parts of the episode uh 
the interaction between Yaika and the former lieutenant's son is hilarious. <laughs> and I also think the interaction between Yaika and the girl that's run away from home at the end of the episode <laughs> are like crazy and hilarious. So those are probably like the two funniest moments. I think, you know, I'm a softie at heart. And I think one of my favorite moments in anything I watch probably will be just those heartfelt interactions. Mm -hmm. And I love how tender the boss is towards his daughter and towards his wife. Like, I love seeing that. I love seeing his commitment to family. And like I said, I keep seeing character development. You know, I was hard on old boy in episode yeah, one. Like you were. <laughs> I think it's a good lesson for me to like, not judge a book by its covers, give things time to develop and bloom and blossom because I am getting a chance to see him as a very devoted family man. Is he gangster? Absolutely. Like he's a boss. He's a boss's boss, but at the heart of it, he has a love for family and connectiveness. And I think part of being a boss is not showing those vulnerable parts of you. Uh, Cause you don't want to be taken advantage of. I'm going to do a bit of rambling because apparently I was on the wrong internet service. So I want to make sure that the audio and things of my, um, well, not co-host, but guest is up to par. So I'm going to switch over to that. And as I ramble a bit, um, once I'm given the cue that her camera starts moving again because everything's caught back up, then we'll get right back into uh, the gist of things. And okay. we're back. Yeah. Uh, I think what I was saying is I think part of being a boss is, you know, maintaining your strength. I mean, there are parts of you that you can allow yourself to be seen as vulnerable. But like I think in his line of work, he just really does not get the opportunity to show how vulnerable he is. Um, so, yeah. It's it's nice for me to see him removed from his head of the mob role and see him as a loving father and husband. Mm. Uh, I keep feeling like I got it wrong, uh, but right at the same time because I'm I, I know that her aunt is her aunt, but I get, I am so now confused as to whose sibling she is. I was wondering the same thing when they were in the hospital room. I have always just assumed that she is the wife's sister. Yeah. But when they were in the hospital room, I started to think, hey, maybe this is like his sister. Because like, she called him Nissan, which means brother. But also it can be an honorific to, you know, you are my brother-in-law. They, they don't, you know... Um, at least not in, in medium. They want to address each other in that way a lot of the times. Um, like, it wouldn't be like brother-in-law, you know, or, or whatever the case may be. They might say that, but majority of time in anime, it's like Nissan, um, Onichan, that kind of thing. So, I was like, maybe she's his sister. Their hair color is more similar. And I was it like... Is. I was looking between the wife and him trying to figure out, so... Whose sister is she really? You know, so I, of course they're they're definitely just operating as a family. I think much as we do, like there's yeah. we don't really stress in law. It's just you're my sister or exactly. you're my brother. 
Uh, so yeah. So any other secondary questions? Those your favorite parts are probably my favorite parts of the episode as well. Um, I think my, my favorite though is Ohagi. Um, speaking of the cat, uh, can I yeah. can I talk to you about the? Can we talk about the cat now, or you want me to save it for later? We can we can talk about the cat. Let's talk about the cat. Okay. What was so sweet about this episode is like, if you don't know, I have a cat. And, um, I mean, y'all know you know that I have a cat. I'm talking to the audience. Um, if you don't know, (laughs) I have a cat. And so the cat on the screen was like meowing. And my cat was like, yo, what's up? Like, who is is in this house? So he came. And he laid on me and he stayed on me the whole time. The cat like was present on the screen. Um, (laughs) It was interesting for him. And he was being very territorial and just like looking at me like, is this what you're doing? Is this what you're doing right now? Like I'm watching a kitten on the screen. It has nothing to do with you, bro. Chill out. Like (laughs) no new friends around here. It's just you and I. We're chilling. So, yeah. Um. I thought he was cute. He was adorable. I'm not... I know it sounds weird because I have a cat, but I'm not, like, a cat person. Like, (laughs) if I see a cat in the street, I'm like, I'm not like, oh, come here, you little kitty kitty. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I love my cat. Um, I think it was very noble of them to take this cute little guy off the streets. But, yeah. Yeah, that that was uh, my favorite part of the episode is just Ohagi in general, especially like when he uh, interacts with Sakuragi, uh, her dad or whatever, and he's like, "Is that a greeting? Like, is this a greeting? Like, is that how you're greeting the boss? Like, he just kind of knows the roles of the people. I like the personality and the thought bubbles. Um, it's much like a anime that I think I've had you watch before, but if not, it's gonna be one of the ones we go through and watch, which is my roommate is a cat. Um, I think I've watched one episode at least yeah. for sure. So it, it reminded me a lot of that um, in that regard. And I loved that anime. It was very heartwarming and, and, and touching and everything else. And um, I think that Yaika having that instant leader kind of responsibility like in her is, is, is really great. I think it was a great parallel to see how she really wants to have a connection with her mom and mm-hmm. see her mom in the hospital not really being able to take care of her and then I can't remember who said it to her but like you're this cat's mom the, and like, the girl really, the yeah girl. and it really was like oh, I get to be what I want you know really want my mommy can't have her but I can be a mommy to this little guy and make sure he's safe you know <laughs> so I like that too um so any other i don't know how many questions you have but if you have another one this would be a perfect time for it perfect time for my question um the big question i had you can't answer see that's the only thing about you knowing ahead of time what's coming down the pipe is this how many seasons does this anime have currently just one it just Just one like I, i watched through this like as it was kind of going on, I think it was like. So it will. Weeks. Is the story finished? No, it is not. Okay. Okay. But 
as I will, and you asked the perfect question, which I've explained a couple times before. Uh, there is no rhyme or reason to um, anime, manga, light novel adaptation releases. Um, popularity is kind of the only determining factor. Uh, so there may be a season two. I don't really know the huge popularity of the Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. But, um, yeah, there is more story. So how do they determine popularity based off the worldwide audience or just what's popping in Japan? Probably know? just what's popping in Japan sometimes. I mean, okay. like, there's more interaction. So I think that they're more open to taking note of the numbers outside of um Japan now because we have more access than we've ever had uh whether it's manga light novels you can get a lot of things translated I mean Barnes and Nobles has a whole section um, they do it's extensive but I'm not sure how they break all of these things down in terms of you know how much money are you paying somebody how much money do the uh do the companies get is it you know a licensing deal that they've already paid you the money up front so you're not even getting a cut of the things that go on over here. So I'm not as in tune with all of those things. I need to do like a little bit more research. Um, but overall, um, it's not guaranteed to get a season two, but I would like for it to get one. This is not related to this anime specifically, but it's related to anime as a whole. Mm-hmm. Will you disown me as your sister if you find out that I am the voice of dubbed animes? If you if you do a voiceover, no. Yeah. Okay. No, like I mean, get your back. I know you're like, a purist at heart, that. and then you'll be like, "Wait, okay, better question. Would you start listening to whichever animes I've done over?" Uh, it depends on what it is. It doesn't even matter, bro. It it's about support. It does matter for me. <laughs> I'm not watching a, a crap anime just because you did a voiceover on it. No, no, no. no. My voice, even if it's crap, my voice will bring it to life, bro. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> there are so many animes that have like a See, you good complain. voice Listen actor, to me. but just mm. you, you complain all the time no. about these weak voices, but baby. <laughs> no, it's not the weak voices. It's the understanding. I was doing something today, right? I was practicing before we came on with like kind of sounding like Kirishima in terms of stuff that he's in. Yada, yada, yada. What does he say? He says, Yaika chan. Because he's in the voice tone that I can do. Baka. Like when he says stupid, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And, I, and there was something else I said. So you too are attempting to dub be, over anime? Uh, Is that what you're telling well, me? I was speaking in Japanese. Oh, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> like if I do, I want to do like because the way they say things and the inflections matter. Um, and I don't think a lot of the time voiceover actors really take that into account. They just translate. So I'm going to say it how I would say something. And it's like it, you'll say something like in a New York Brooklyn kind of accent and I think that sometimes you have to understand what those inflections mean what they're kind of saying why they're saying it this way why it resonates so much with us uh, subbed listeners and stuff and I've said this before it, there's a difference between saying Bankai and Bankai. it's different 
in terms of how we how we've watched it. I need for you to let uh, these actors put their own interpretation. No. Oh. Do that on your own works. <laughs> Interpret something else. Like it's different. Like if you're saying the people who do the Marvel movies, right? That is their own interpretation. A lot of the times right. the problem though is where you want to like change source material to fit new narratives or or whatever the case it is that you want to do there's validity to be brought in your individuality of understanding the source material understanding what you're standing on instead of being like oh, i don't want, i just want to give this my own life and it's like but that ain't what the movie is asking for. The, the movie is technically asking for these characters to be brought to life. Not for you to be like, hmm, I think I'll do the character like this. Like, it, it just don't work that Get way. Get out of here, guys. You know? I understand. So, uh, I, keep, I yeah. feel like I keep getting you off of your train of thought, and I don't want to. No, it, it's, it's perfectly in train of thought, because I, I was... Thinking about this anime and how perfectly voiced people are to me in mm-hmm. terms of their temperaments, in terms of Yakuza lifestyle. I'm surprised you haven't asked me any questions about the end of the episode yet. Uh, not that I can answer. It depends on what question you ask. See, here's the, the thing. Episode, I'm not but. even going to ask you questions about the end of the episode because it's like, I feel like that will unfold. Yeah. You know, I'm not like, I don't want spoilers. Yeah. I just thought i asked the question about the guy at the beginning because i thought that was gonna be you know what i'm saying and you like, thought that was gonna be if they weren't gonna see him again no he, he, right. he's gonna come back it's because it's a part of uh toru's or kirishima's uh story in in how it definitely it seems like it's part of his story and that that was his go-to guy the guy he looked up to the most that the sister pointed that out yeah. also you might, I don't even really want you to answer this question, but I feel like the sister is feeling him. Like, and no. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm just going to say no. You don't. I, I, I'll do some more research on it, but no, it's just more of a, a sister feeling who, Kirishima? Yeah. No, not like that. It's just, they they all have a vested interest in him in terms of like his growth. And you'll just yeah. see like how much he's grown from so many different perspectives. Okay, so, interesting. Because no. she threw up some observations, and she was just like walking down memory lane in her own head, thinking about him. And I'm like, "Girl, is you feeling him? Because you've been watching him." See, no, that's an Americanized thing. Normally, they will. It's way clearer when there's actual romantic interest, because they don't like when they're just thinking of a memory, and they do like the chibi art, which is the you've seen the uh, art done by Devin. Is the smaller kid like forms? That's yeah, I did more, know. I did notice that. Um, that was more to exude the funniness of that scene and the fact, like <laughs> he probably doesn't even notice, like because that's not his natural nature. That's why you right. know it's like that's why they played in off of that. Normally, they're more intentional when there's something that's romantic in terms of stuff that's happening. We'll do a. Uh, slice of life romance one because I think uh, Rascal does not dream of bunny girl senpai will be a great slice of life kind of you know character development thing for you to do and it's one of my all time favorites so we'll we'll, we'll have to uh, starting to feel like everything is your favorite but okay I mean family I'm I'm, I'm the spirit of my cousin sometimes (laughs) Uh, I also I because the other day 
small aside, guys, uh, we were watching my favorite, uh, one of my favorite movies that was not, that I forgot should have been on my list because it was the first DVD that I owned and a big memory for me. Can you guess what that is? No, that's not the first DVD I owned. I don't know. First DVD I ever owned and bought was Rush Hour 2. Now, this is fake news. I'm talking about this being one of your favorite movies because never in life. I can tell you, we went to Riverdale to see it. Your friend was with us. Me, you, uh, mom, dad. My female friend or my male friend? Your female friend. Okay. And I will never forget those bloopers at the end of the movie. The whole, damn, he ain't going to be in Rush Hour 3. And we just burst out laughing and then it's the first thing i owned in terms of a dvd on my playstation 2 first thing so I that play. definitely that definitely and i can recite the movie i can like i can sit next to you and recite this movie in ways that will let you know you know it's what my i hate movie. i hate that you are not close to me right now so, so we can do I this can really see this because you have oh no we gonna do it as soon as i get home soon as i can no but you, you can no no you, no you can matter of fact after this, we'll get right back <laughs> onto this guy. Sorry, this is sibling rivalry here. You can ask um, Charmé because oh. I was we I watched it with her. I was like, yes, all of this whole movie, like I the, like it's literally my favorite. You've not ever once in life mentioned this movie as being like ha ha ha. Also, when guy. I got my PlayStation Two, that was. Let me see. Now I got to look this stuff up. Listen, all of that stuff, you get bogged down in the details. But my thing is, you never mentioned this movie. You're a movie guy, though. So you watch movies all the time. And it's also why you were able to. Came, here's why you would not know this. Came out in 2000. You graduated 2001. Correct. And then by the time it would have been on DVD, you were not in the house. I was not in your house. So there's no connection point to you understanding that that's my favorite movie and why. You are correct. Like, because at that point in time, we had to wait for a long time for DVDs. Long time. time It came out. Baby, I was out that thing. So, yep. You probably watched it every day and I would never know. It was the only DVD I had. (laughs) So, yes, I watched it a lot. Like, there are so many things that I could tell you about, like the bloopers. Like, there's a part. In the bloopers where Jackie Chan breaks his ribs doing a stunt, and you just would have never noticed that if you don't watch the the extras and everything else that I watched on that movie. So, fun fact you find out every day. You're teaching me, senpai. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the anime. Um, yeah, are there any other points in the anime that stood out for you? Things that like you were like this reminds me. Or this is just a good show overall kind of thing. I don't have any other particular points that stood out that made me, you know, I feel like I shared all of those with my connections. You know, I'm a big family girl and I love to see like bonded relationships and I love to see good dads in action. So, Um, so overall, this was an amazing episode. It was, it felt quick uh, because it just sets up with the hospital visit Ooh, quick question. Mm-hmm. So the fangirl that okay, so basically everybody in town knows who the Yakuza are or whatever. You just kind of know the look of a Yakuza. It doesn't mean that she okay. knows like who they are, what family they represent, everything else. Okay. It's just like you kind of look 
and because he's calling her Ojo, like Ojo son, like little lady, he's not calling her by a name. That's like a, you know, the, the level of res- respect in terms of how he's speaking, how he's dressed. You can see his tattoo on his, on his wrist, I'm sure. Um, yeah. And by definition, he probably has dyed hair of some sort or like there there's small like hints and clues of, of things that are going on over there because tattoos are a huge I'm not going to say a no-no but they're culturally there are a lot of places in terms of the bathhouses and stuff that they go to that you cannot have tattoos mm-hmm. because the tattoos could symbol gang involvement this that and the third uh, so that that's another reason why like if she's looking at somebody you can kind of be like ah you're probably this kind of person well i'll tell you one thing she wasn't scared of him because she wanted her selfie (laughs) (laughs) no and she she was very accurate about her mental capabilities because she was a bit like not on the smart side (laughs) like sis this is not and it's just day one like you yeah. ran away from home bought this cat some food and now you can't feed yourself <laughs> like he said uh, go home yeah. just go home the, the streets are not yeah. for you and that is the message for today <laughs> everybody is not for the streets and the what? streets are not for everybody um, that's all I got that's what you got for the episode okay mm-hmm. uh, well I think the next episode you're gonna enjoy a lot <laughs> Um, it's hilarity. It is just, it was, it, I, I was not expecting the, the next episode at all in terms of like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. This is crazy. Um, and it further shows just kind of like the changing of the guards and it kind of explains more to you, like the modernization of stuff going on and the fact that they get who they are. Okay. Um, but yeah, so um, final thoughts on the episode? Final thoughts. I think it was a great... Um, you keep talking about slice of life, and I think the knife is going a little bit deeper, and we're opening this slice up a little more. Like, you know, when you're cutting a watermelon, and you first get through, it's, like, hard. But then, like, the more you cut, like, the easier it cracks open, and you can hear it cracking. I'm just talking about watermelon because it's my favorite food. I, so, I, I like, was about to say that. I, I, yeah, I, I, it's my favorite. So it's like, I'm cutting this watermelon open. I'm almost finished with this first. <laughs> and then when you're cutting it, you can smell. Like, I love the smell of watermelon when I'm cutting it. Like, if it smells really good, I know it's going to be good. So I feel like the fragrance coming off of this is <laughs> getting good. It's going to be really good. And I can't wait to split it, this slice of life wide open. <laughs> I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Um, I do know that this is your genre. If nothing else, I know that this is your genre. This is where a lot of the things that I suggest for you and a lot of things that we'll review um, will reside. Um, also, this is the first episode that'll be under my new format of building because I'm currently sticking to my schedule and being on time because I'm responsible. Uh, and with that, that means we're going to start increasing the release of episodes. So you just got episode two on Monday and you'll be getting this episode as you're listening. It is Saturday, uh, because I want to be able to get as many of the, um, episodes out uh, so we can watch more and be be kind of caught up so you guys are not like 
oh my god, you're still watching this? Because we're going to complete this one. And we're also going to complete a sentence of a bookworm. Just, you got to give me like about a month, month and a half to get some things going on with Prima Diva. And she'll be back uh, and regularly recording with us as well. Um, but if you want to keep updated and see other things, uh, see me talk about more anime, go to youtube.com slash Icarus Gray. You can follow me on Instagram at Icarus underscore Gray. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Icarus Gray, all one word. And make sure you go to the Gray Area Anime Facebook channel, uh, like that. So you'll be able to get, um, updates on all the podcast drops, blog posts and things that are going to be happening later on over on that website as well as uh, my Icarus Gray artist page because the album is coming this spring and there's promotions and all kind of things that we're going to have going on lots of great stuff that I'm building up for you guys um, some merch that you'll be able to get your hands on and I'm really really excited about it thank you BSG uh, please go to uh, BibleStudyGirl.com and check out blog posts uh, every day, podcasts on Saturday, or podcast Sunday through Friday, um, podcast on Saturday. Um, we do a lot of work over there. Go and check us out. We'll catch you in the next one, a one and a two, and a peace.